I would like us to continue with the word that I was sharing last time. Do you remember a message I, I shared on last time? It was to do with standing by the wayside. I told you I hadn't finished this a series that the Lord has laid upon my heart as I've been meditating on this particular parable of the sour. Things have been churning up within my spirit as I wait and I seek God and I desire that this word will be a blessing unto us because just as the song that, has been, uh, that, uh, that, that came through at last, that say that, you know, I don't want anything. I don't owe you, owe you anything. Or rather, Jesus doesn't owe us anything. We just want him. He wants to fellowship with you. He wants you to experience a close, intimate walk with you and with me, find with his church as a whole, for the glory of his name. Now realize, he, Jesus, is the word of God. And when he wants to have intimate relationship with you, basically what he means is he wants you to have a close intimate relationship with this very word. And so quickly we just enter into the, into the sharing today. Last time we, sh we shared a few scriptures on standing by the wayside. I'll read the same passage yet once again. That is the book of Luke chapter 8 from verse 4 through up to verse 15 but I will read from verse 4 up to verse 10 and then up to, from verse 4 up to verse 8 rather and then jump to verse 11 to verse 14 the word of God says the following and when a great multitude had gathered and they had come to him from every city he spoke by a parable a sower went a sower went to sow his seed and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell by the rock, some fell on the rock, and as, as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up and yielded a crop a hundredfold. When he had said these things, he cried, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 14. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. When the, and then the devil comes. Or rather, the ones who, not by the, they're the ones who hear. And the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, who believe for a while, and in a time of temptation, fall away. Now the ones that fell among the thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with the cares, the riches, and the pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble heart, a good heart, they keep it and they bear fruit with much patience. And we are looking mainly on verse, on verse 5. The sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. And verse 12 says, those by the wayside are the ones who hear, then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. Briefly remember, 
The most important thing that is being mainly focused on is the type of soil that is being measured on here. The type of soil determines whether the seed that the word of God will sprout and bring forth or not. Your heart and my heart. It is speaking of the conditions of your heart and my heart in the presence of God. Remember, it is the heart of those who are following Jesus Christ per se. Because the one who isn't following Jesus has no time even to have the word thrown across or the word planted on them. You and I are available in the presence of God. And the word of God is streaming out and coming unto us. It may be by when we read, when we hear, or when we meditate, wherever we may be. But the state and the condition of your heart and my heart determine whether the word will settle and bring forth or not. Realize again, we can look at everybody. Each one of us, we may have ears by the our ear our ears may be with the pin, the ear pinna and uh, the eardrums. All of them may be seen. You know, from the outside they can be seen. But the question is, are we hearing really what? We, as Jesus says later on, he who has ears. To hear, let him hear. Now, first of all, remember what is the wayside. The wayside is one type of soil or one type of ground. It is like the pavements that we walk on. It is hard. It is concrete. Nothing that falls on it is able to go in. Even the water that falls on it flows away. It cannot seep in, seep in the water. And the question is, Look at yourself and I look my, at myself. Is there any chance that my heart might be like that particular pavement? As the word of God comes and he continually speaks across unto us. Are we hearing and are we engaging with that word? Are we allowing that word to seep into us so that it can be able to sprout and be able to grow? Last time we touched only two aspects. The, the, way, the wayside ground is... Do you or me having our mind occupied by other things? And that one hinders the word from being able to take root in us. It means the word comes, but it never registers. You do not, you know, it, 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 do not, it, 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 it doesn't attach to anything in your, in, your, in your spirit. And as a result, it passes away. You, are, you miss the blessing of the word. The second thing, so your mind attached, fixed on other things. The second thing we touched on, if you remember, was you are always arguing or resisting the word of God. When the word of God comes, we don't accept it as such. But there are many woes that we were within ourselves. We argue with it. We question it. And as a result, the word does not manage to have a place to sit in us. The scripture, I remember, we touched was one of the scriptures was John 6, 63, where we said the word is spirit. He says it is the spirit who gives life and the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. And that's where we finished last time. We say that when the word comes because it is spirit and it is life, if it is not received, if it is re resisted, it is. It stays, and, but because nobody is watching over it, it will drift off and it will go away and it leaves us dry. 
And I pray that God grants us grace. We will not allow the word of God to disappear, to withdraw and disappear from us. Because when it is, the word is ignored, when the word is rejected, and when the word is opposed, it cannot stay. It is spirit. It will move away to another ground where it will be able to find proper rest. And so, check yourself as I check myself. Now, the third thing that I want us to look on today is, what is standing by the wayside? Or what is that soil that is the wayside? That heart that is the wayside, you may be a believer or not, but the essence is realized, this is the state of the heart of any one individual. The third aspect is what the Lord was laid upon my heart is, when you are not willing to obey. We have said, your mind is fixed on other things. Secondly, you resist or you are always arguing and resisting the word of God. And the third thing, you are not willing to obey. James chapter 1 verse 21 to 22, the word of God says, Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Thus, the wayside, the wayside, the ground is the ground that is not willing to obey. Ask yourself as I ask myself, am I willing to obey the word when it comes to me? When a rebuke, a correction comes to me, am I willing to yield and to obey? When an impression comes to me, the Spirit warns me that that path is wrong. Don't go that way. Am I willing to obey or my desire pulls me to go towards that particular direction? He says, therefore, get rid of all moral filth and evil that is so prevalent. These are things that are prevalent around us and in our society. But the Word of God says, get rid of them. Because they have a way of seeping into our hearts if we allow them. And it says, humbly accept the word that is planted in you. It is on the inside. If at all we allow it to grow, it will grow. It says, that word can save you. That word can save me. Let us heed that particular word. Then he says, do not merely listen to the word. And so deceive yourselves. Do what the word says. Secondly, Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21. It, it is interesting how the word of God instructs us. Are you willing to obey? Not willing to obey is being the wayside. Isaiah 30 verse 1 says, You will hear a voice from behind telling you whether you in a turn to the right or the left. He says, whether you turn to the right or the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. I want you to ask yourself, how many times have you heard that voice and you have ignored it? Or how many times have I heard that word and I have ignored it? And many times we end up in trouble because we fail to hear that voice. And many times it comes only once. It comes the very first voice we hear warning us. But we override it by our reasoning and by our arguments. And as a result, not willing to obey, we don't walk in the path that we have been told to go walk. He's, remember what he says, whether you turn to the right or the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. 
Hope Community Church, the word of God is coming toward you. There is favor that is being released upon this particular church by the grace of God. And that word is coming through. I don't know how it's going to arrive and it's going to reach you. But I want you, whether it be in a vision or a dream, whether it be an impression or a phone call you'll receive, let us be willing to hear the word and to walk in that particular direction. That is, follow the instructions of the word and you will prosper. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 to 20. The word of God has a very interesting word. He says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The wayside is the ground, the heart that is not willing to obey. And as a result, it is a rebellious attitude. It is a stubborn attitude. And I'm praying that God may grant us grace to soften our hearts and our minds. We shall yield to that word that comes to us. The word which is able to save us. The word which is telling us when to turn to the right and to turn to the left. The word which is speaking unto us and telling us, If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. Let us be willing and obedient. This word will prosper our outgoings and our incomings by the grace of God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For that's what it is that he has purpose. So remember, the wayside heart, the wayside ground, the standing by the wayside is having a heart that is set on other things, a mind that is set on other things. Secondly, it is having a heart or a mind that is always arguing and resisting the word of God. And thirdly, a heart and a mind that is not willing to obey. Let us weigh ourselves and hear, is the Lord speaking to me? And are there adjustments I need to make? The fourth thing is, the, the wayside ground is that particular heart. When the word comes to it, the word of God says, the word is not mixed with faith. The word of God comes to you and unto me, and we are sitting, questioning it and doubting and saying, how can that be? It is not possible. It can't work. There is no way that thing can work. We don't give time for the word to settle in our mind and allow us to see, okay, God is saying this. And just receive it and let it seep into your spirit and allow faith to start to grow. It says, the faith grows or comes by hearing the word. And as the word comes and we allow to respond to it with faith, we don't resist it and say, no, how can that be? No, we let it come through without questioning it and just say, Father, I receive your word. Just like Mary said, let it be unto me according to your word. If you go to the book of Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1, there's something interesting that the word of God says there. He says in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1, we must pay the most careful attention. Therefore, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. The wayside heart is that heart that does not mix the word with faith. That is when the word comes on your heart. It has got nothing that will be able, it is not mixed with faith. We, we don't give heed 
to the word that comes to us. We don't pay attention to that particular word that comes to us. And as we fail to pay attention, the word of God says that, you know, we must pay the most careful attention, therefore, so that, you know, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. Failure to pay attention and to listen and to let give time to the word. Don't be the one that quickly runs through the, the, the scripture and you are off and gone. Or listen to the message and you are off and gone. No. Take time and allow what is actually this word meaning to my life. Slowly the word will start penetrating through the rocks and penetrating through the hard, hard imaginations in your spirit. And it will bring healing to your heart, healing to your body, healing to your relationship for the glory of God in the highest. Remember what he says? As he speaks also across in the book of uh, in the book of same same Hebrews and chapter chapter three. Listen to what he says, chapter three, verse twelve, and you read on to chapter four up to verse two. That is Hebrews chapter three, verse twelve, then through to chapter four, verse two. I just read through quickly. The word of God says, Beware, brothers and sisters, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin for we have become partakers of christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end while it is said today if you hear his voice do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion for who having heard rebelled Indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt led by Moses? Now with whom was he angry for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose corpses fell in the wilderness? To whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who did not obey? So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who had it. The word did not profit because it was not mixed with faith. The word does not profit you, and the word doesn't profit me when we fail to mix it with faith. What is the wayside? The wayside is a heart that does not mix the word of God with faith. Go cry to God if you find it difficult to believe the word of God. Tell him, Father, help my unbelief. I want to believe, oh God, I want to believe your word, every single one of it, because the, this word will never pass away. It will always stand true. My brother and my sister, make sure your mind is not fixed on other things. Secondly, do not argue and resist the word of God. Thirdly, be willing to obey. Don't fail to obey the word. And thirdly, mix the word with faith. The wayside heart is that one that fails to mix the word with faith. Number five, the wayside heart 
is the heart that has gotten used to playing in the enemy's field. I repeat again, playing in the enemy's field. That's what the word that dropped into my spirit as I was meditating on this thing. That the wayside, the heart that is on the wayside, whether yours or mine, we may be filled with the Holy Spirit. We may be so much, you know, professing and saying we are born again, we are saved. But listen, the wayside heart, the wayside, the heart that stands on the wayside is the heart that likes to go to play in the enemy's field. You know where the enemy lives, and you decide to go to play in that particular field. You go to play football in the enemy's ground. Listen to what the Word of God says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 and verse up to verse 18. This is what he says. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you, my brother and my sister and me, for you are, we are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, Come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Now listen. What is it to play in the enemy's ground? It is. You want to behave the way just like they behave in the world. You want to talk just like they talk in the world. You want to listen to what they listen to in the world. You want to watch what they watch in the world. You want to go where they go in the world. And you want to do what they do in the world. In other words, Playing in the enemy's field means you want to fit in. And my brother and my sister, the word of God has told us, come out from among them. Be separate. So, having your the wayside is having your mind on other things. Secondly, arguing and resisting the word of God. Thirdly, not willing to obey the word as it comes to us. Fourthly, the word is not mixed with faith. Fifthly, playing in the enemy's field. These things constitute the heart that is the wayside. And the last thing that constitutes the heart that is on the wayside, number six, is sitting on the fence. That is the last thing that the Lord laid upon my heart. Sitting on the fence as a believer. Even our spirit feels sometimes we do such kind of things. Sitting on the fence. What is it to sit on the fence? Now listen to what the word of God says in Revelation chapter 3. From verse 7, we'll read through to verse 22. And you hear what the word of God, just listen to what the word of God says. And to the angel of the church of Philadelphia write, These things says he who is holy, 
He who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have little strength, and have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not but lie. Indeed, I will make them to come and worship before your feet and know that I have loved you. Verse 10, because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have that no one may take your crown. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. He shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God, and I will write on him my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And verse 14, And to the angel of the church of Laodicea, write, these things says the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say I am rich, I have become wealthy, I have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may, be, may not be revealed. And anoint your eyes with eye salve, that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So, sitting on the fence. What is sitting on the fence? That is the heart that is on the, the wayside heart. It is the heart that says, you know, with excuses, I know so little, so God will excuse me because I know so little. The heart that says, I have little strength, I am just but a new believer. But you heard what he told the, 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 that particular church of Philadelphia. You have little strength, but you have kept my word, you have not denied my name. If we say we have little strength and we refuse to do the word of God, we don't have an excuse. He promises because we keep his word and to persevere, he says he will keep you from the hour of trial. But he goes on further and he says, some are lukewarm. The wayside heart is the lukewarm heart. It is neither cold, neither is it hot. He promises, I will vomit you out. My brother and my sister, make sure you are either hot or you are cold. God will know what to do with you. But if at all we are lukewarm, 
We are in the center. One foot in the world, one foot in the, in the, in the church. We are in danger of being thrown out because we have no stand. But the main issue is, he says, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. He is speaking to his church. Somehow, he has been thrown out of the heart or of the mind of this particular individual. You may be thinking he's on the inside, or I may be thinking on the, in, on the inside, but maybe I, you threw him out, or I threw him out, or we threw him out long time ago, that he's standing outside, no longer on the inside. He's knocking at our door, asking us, will you let me in? The wayside heart, the hard heart, that is refused to receive the word. So the word is standing outside, knocking continually. I want to dine with you. I want to participate with you. I want to bless you. May God help us so that our eyes may be opened. Remember, the next time, oh God willing, we shall move on to the, next, to, the, to the next ground, to the next word. But today, let this word ring in your heart. What is it to stand by the wayside? Standing by the wayside is... Your mind is fixed on other things. You are continually arguing and resisting the word of God. You are not willing to obey the word of God. You don't mix the word of God with faith. You go playing in the enemy's field and you love sitting on the fence. Let us arise and do the opposite of every one of these particular things and our lives will thrive and blossom in the presence of the Lord. In Jesus' name, God bless you.